This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. You got Harry Douglas over here. Freddie Coleman over here, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN radio. It's a love Friday. I got to give plenty of love to my boy, Harry Douglas. Yesterday on Get Up, he was able to take down Himbo once again. And he celebrated by spinning a basketball on his finger, doing a little crossover move between the legs. Himbo threw off his headsets and not walked out, not ran out, stormed out of the studios down to get up in New York City. He was so mad. I don't know what he was mad at. The way that you got the answer or that you got the answer or the celebration afterwards. Himbo and you were public enemies after that whole thing yesterday on Get Up. And it, it is so glorious. Let me tell you this. Before we uh, did the question and the answer, right, Himbo was like, okay, if you get it wrong, since it's a Sixers question, right. I get you have to lay on the ground like Ty Lue, and I get to step over you. I said, hell no. I got a son and kids. They not for to watch nobody step over me. I said, I got to get this right. No, sir. No, that's the ultimate disrespect. I thought Monica McNutt was going to literally pee herself laughing at you when you did like the dance with the ball on your finger. I thought she was literally going to have to go to the bathroom right then and there. It caught off, it caught off guard. It really to Alan Hunt, he almost <laughs> fell out laughing. Green is just, that's it. It's Harry's show right now as far as that goes. That was but fun I, seeing that at the I, end to get up. But I'll say this, though, and, and I, I want to give Greeny a lot of credit. Also, Absolutely. John Fink, Artie, mm-hmm. um, Allie, Brittany, everyone who works on the Get Up show, man, like we have so much fun. And, and so many things start in our production meetings and everybody being able to say what they feel. But Greeny having that ear and being able to point mm-hmm. out certain things yeah. that probably need to be highlighted more so than others. So I wanted to make sure I gave everyone on the Get Up crew, man, uh, it works on that show a lot of love because they, they do a tremendous job. No doubt about that. People behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. It is a fun, fun watch each and every day on ESPN from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time. You're right about Greeny being that point guard. When somebody's rolling, let them roll. When somebody needs a little bit of a break, let's get somebody else. And he does a masterful job making that work, getting everybody involved and everybody getting a chance to get their shine on. You can get your shine on as well with us. Be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. Do that courtesy to Dr. Pepper. Call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season. Or Harry Douglas taking Himbo out behind the woodshed each and every Thursday without the delicious taste of ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. So you heard about Harry doing his thing yesterday and get up, which means we get to the main one on this Friday. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. The old song by Tom Payne and Heartbreakers goes, the waiting is the hardest part. Maybe not so much if you're sick of this whole sign-stealing scandal story Excuse me, involving Michigan football. And the Big Ten said today, according to Heather Denich, ESPN senior college ball writer when she was on Get Up, that the Big Ten will have a response to the Michigan response. I don't know what the hell that means. But based on, you know, having the kind of education that I've had throughout (laughs) this whole life of mine at 57 years of age, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what does that mean that we will have a response to Michigan's response from Wednesday when they're about to play Penn State 21 hours from now and we still, Harry, do not have a resolution We don't have a punishment. We don't have a disciplinary action. 
nothing. The waiting game has become the hardest part involving the Big Ten, Michigan football, and this scandal involving everybody. Yeah, I think we're at the point now, today's Friday, right? And that game is tomorrow. That's a 12 noon game, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, it is. It's a 12 noon game, right? It's 3 p.m. Eastern time right now. Like, if you haven't made that decision right now, wait for Monday. I don't think that decision needs to be made on a Friday when a team is flying from Detroit, from Ann Arbor, Michigan to, you know, Pennsylvania. I've been saying that since Wednesday, that the Big Ten, Harry, might do this. They waited way too late in the week. It's already a distraction. The last thing you need is to have that and this all together less than 24 hours about to play a massive game involving Michigan and Penn State and Happy well, Valley. It's one of the biggest games of the year in your conference, and you have to understand that if you're Tony Battini, the commissioner of the Big Ten, this is a massive matchup between Penn State and the Michigan Wolverines, right? So when you have a, a massive game like that in your conference, you don't want this news that that potentially could come out to overshadow that absolutely right you absolutely. you want that game to be highlighted as greatly as possible um and move forward after the game is actually played i think monday would be the best time to come down with whatever decision you want to come down with doing it on a friday mm-hmm. before a 12 noon game on a saturday mm-hmm. is bogus in my opinion and look i i know a lot of michigan alums uh went actually hung out at the Kentucky Derby this year with about six of them. Right. And Michigan fans right now, everyone involved within that program, feel like it's Michigan versus everybody. Mm-hmm. When, when I mean like Michigan fans are on the left side, everybody else is on the right side. And, it, <laughs> and it's cutthroat right now. Like they giving everybody the business that talk crazy or anything nonsense in their opinion about Michigan football. We mentioned Heather Dennett, ESPN senior basketball writer. We don't care about what side she's on. That's not what she does. But when she was on Get Up This Morning, she said, if and when a punishment comes down for Michigan, this is what it probably could look like. Last night, Michigan sources indicated to me and my colleague Adam Rittenberg that they had not had any communication with the Big Ten. And also, there still had not been any evidence presented to Michigan that Jim Harbaugh knew about any of this, orchestrated any of it, or lied about it. Then, on top of this, the Big Ten, we have learned, has considered the gamut of punishments. Um, Back this weekend, they were thinking about an indefinite suspension, a two-year suspension, something as simple as a public reprimand, something as lofty as a million-dollar fine. Now we're hearing this morning it could be a three-game suspension, which obviously would be significant, and it would start this weekend. You know what the Big Ten really, really wants for Michigan football? They want the confession. They don't care about the crime. They want the confession. I know you, like Chris Rock said in his old stand-up, I know you did it. Just admit it. I know you did it. Just admit it. They don't care about the crime anymore. They want the confession. But Michigan's like, we ain't confessing to nothing. Going to the grave with Exactly. Whatever you think we did, prove it. Prove that our coach either orchestrated this or sent somebody out or knew about it. Meanwhile, the Big Ten's going, I know you did it. Just admit it. But Michigan (laughs) said, look, we ain't admitting to anything. We're going to dime out other people that helped Ohio State, that helped Purdue, that helped Rutgers, and all the other schools in the Big Ten. But we're not confessing to anything. The Big Ten wants Michigan to confess. Michigan has dug their trench and say, come after us, and if you do, you better bring some receipts. Look, you know I'm still bent over the simple fact that 
you know, all these schools came to the forefront. You you know how I am, man. Listen, <laughs> we get out there, we play football, we play football. You know, if 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 I know you're stealing signs, it's my job to counter. You know what I mean? So, you're but right. all these, I hear you. I'd say schools putting this pressure and athletic directors putting this pressure on Tony Petiti. Uh, and now we're at the point that where we are now, and then the Michigan side of things, they just want the due process, right? They want the uh, investigation to be completed before any ruling is actually made. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. And Tony Petiti is stepping in, is going to make whatever call he's going to make at whatever time that's going to be. Yeah. I, I mean, I would would have thought it would have been by now Mm-mm. if you're going to at least do it on a Friday, but a 12 noon game, absolutely. Uh, like tomorrow, this is unbelievable in my opinion. The Harry Douglas, great stuff from him joining me, Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio and FOS friend of the show is Desmond Howard. Heisman Trophy winner, college football Hall of Famer, does a great job part of as an ESPN college football analyst each and every Saturday on college game day. I swear Desmond Howard must have been listening to Freddie and Harry two days ago because we talk about bully tactics and what the Big Ten was trying to do to their commissioner, and I swear that Des was listening to our show. It seems like the groundswell of emotion wants the Big Ten to circumvent what's going on with the NCAA. And I tell you what, Greeny, and Paul knows this too, this would never happen in the SEC. The SEC commissioner would never, ever let Vanderbilt and, and, and Kentucky and all these other universities say, hey, you need to punish Nick Saban in Alabama right now. We know they're on, on a quest to win the national championship, but to hell with that. You need to punish them right now. He would, he would kick them out of his office. That would never happen. I swear Desmond was listening to Messrs. Coleman and and Douglas because we said the exact same thing a couple of days ago. Literally, we did. And right in in this morning, you know, Greg McElroy kind of pushed back against that a little bit. But I How thought push De- back? How I thought push Des back? he was he was saying um, that that wasn't the point in, in that whole nine. Forget okay. Greg though, but. <laughs> 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 we'll get who, to him later. Who cares about that bum? <laughs> I, I think personally what Desmond just said is 100% correct mm-hmm. because you don't look at Nick Nick Saban as being a villain in college football, right? Absolutely. He's, he's glorified. Absolutely. And if it, this was the SEC and if mm-hmm. it was the Alabama Crimson Tide, mm-hmm. Greg Sankey would not be doing this to that program mm-hmm. that brings in – hella revenue to the SEC year in and year out. No doubt about that. By the way, and on this whole thing, as the waiting game continues involving Michigan and the sign-stealing scandal, and the Big Ten says they are going to have a response to their response. But as of 312 Eastern time, we have not heard anything. Just a dad and husband. Hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN and HDUCKS83. So tired of this Michigan stuff, and not just saying that because I like Michigan. Shady stuff, no doubt. But either do it, Big Ten, or wait. Let us know what you have to say about the waiting game involving this at 888-729-3776. That's triple eight say ESP. And I'm going to go back to something you just said about the villain in the room known as Jim Harbaugh. You should be very, very careful. You're the Big Ten. And here's why. Michigan right now is going to be the most motivated college football team in the country because of what you are doing or what they believe you are doing to their coach. Whatever shady stuff is going on, if you ask me, you don't have to give me any kind of truth serum. You don't have to hypnotize me. I firmly believe that Jim Harbaugh knew something. 
But if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm saying if you got something, then you better bring some proof. If you don't, then you show out my me. Face. Right, this exactly. is show me world, baby. Don't just tell me, right. hey, yeah. confess. Uh uh-uh. uh You got to show me. Mm-hmm. I, yep. If you didn't see me there, it wasn't me. Exactly. Just like the old song say, it wasn't you. Yeah, right. Jim Harbaugh, Shaggy, and Rick Rock say it wasn't you. <laughs> That's him right now. Just say it wasn't you. Right now, what you're doing, if you're the Big Ten, you're giving even more motivation to a team that was motivated at the beginning of the year when you suspended their coach, the NCAA, for three games because of violations. And J.J. McCarthy, their quarterback, said, man, we got our coaches back, and we're going to go out there and put it on people. And granted, they're not playing anybody of any significance until tomorrow, noon Eastern time, in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania, against Penn State. But the last thing you should want, or maybe maybe you want this year to Big Ten, maybe it's like reverse psychology. Hey, how can we make sure that Michigan will be motivated? Go after their coach. That team will be motivated. We're not going to keep them from playing football and watch them work. Made us like a whole big conspiracy that the Big Ten says, if we go out to Jim Harbaugh, then we'll get what we want. A team in a playoff, a team like that, and a team that can win it all when it comes to Michigan. Well, here's what else is bothering me, Freddie, because you hear so many people on a consistent basis say, well, Michigan haven't, they haven't played anybody right. this year, right? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to tell me, like I said, you, you can't convince me that this sign-stealing scandal helped Michigan beat the teams that they're that they're beating mm-hmm. in a, in a in a rumping fashion, <laughs> like they're gonna beat those teams. Y'all keep iterate, reiterating that they aren't playing anyone. Uh huh. Exactly. But y'all saying that yeah. like this sign stealing scandal thing is allowed them to be the way they are today. Like that's, that's a very a, good point. You can't talk out both sides of your mouth. Well, the, the, it, it, you can do that when you have an agenda, and you have a common enemy. Jim Harbaugh is that common enemy for all his quirkiness. For all his Harbaugh-ness, there's something that always will rub people the wrong way. I'm sure he's even done that to people who work with him at Michigan because I'm sure he can't be an easy guy to work for and at times can't be an easy guy to play for. But he's also shown that he can be a very easy guy to be loyal to. And that's what those players have done. Plenty of guys that coached, he coached in San Francisco, still loyal to Jim Harbaugh to this day. Plenty of guys that, coached, that he coached at Stanford, still loyal to him to this day. When you have that kind of loyalty and that trust factor that he has with his football team and guys have bought in, they're not going to allow anybody, any team, any coach, or any organization to say, your dude is guilty. We're going to prove it. Well, go ahead and prove it. But while you're doing that, we got stuff on other people. Because you know this, Harry, those schools that were running their mouth, Ryan Walters, the head coach of Purdue, They've been awful quiet since Tuesday when Michigan about us. They've been saying, we got stuff on you guys. We haven't heard a peep out of any of those guys since that came to light on Tuesday. Oh, you talking about that same coach from Purdue mm-hmm. when I was watching the film against them against Ohio State that wanted to play man press across the board same guy. And, and let Marvin Harrison Jr. have three catches on the first drive and that a one. touchdown. That because, one. you know, that same coach from Purdue that uh-huh. played man coverage versus Michigan on third down and had both of the guys on defense and press coverage on the same level, which is a no-no, <laughs> and get picked for a first down. That same coach, get the hell out of here. And this is nothing against these schools. I don't want y'all to be mad at me, I Absolutely. promise. But it's East Carolina, you UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State, and damn it, Purdue. Michigan was going to rump you guys no matter what. They're the most complete football team in college. People, Other people might be scared to say it, but damn it, I ain't scared to say it. Michigan is the most complete team in college football. Get over it. Tom of Pennsylvania, what do you got to say about this on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio at 888-729-3776? 
two two trains of thought, uh, Freddie. The first is that I think Harry's right about this year, but if you go back uh, over the period that they allegedly have been stealing signs, they went from what was relative mediocrity for a Michigan program to being one of the premier programs in the country. That, but that's not really why I'm calling. I don't know whether that's statistically valid or just coincidence. I'm a Penn State graduate, diehard fan, um, and I don't want Harbaugh suspended for this game on some kangaroo court basis. <laughs> let let the um, study go out. Let let the investigation be complete. And I don't want it because if Penn State is able to pull out what would be a really important victory, all uh-huh. it will do is diminish the victory because everyone will say, well, of course they won. Harbaugh wasn't on the sideline. The program was in chaos. The Big 12 did their best. Uh, to put Michigan in the ground. And so I think that's probably true of all Penn State fans. Uh, We aren't in love with Jim Harbaugh, though we respect him, but certainly don't want him suspended before the game. Because it it will take away from the loss of the game. And to me, that's the worst thing about this whole scandal, Harry, is that this is taking away what's been a very luster kind of season in college football. I don't care what conference, I don't care what team you like or don't like. There have been great storylines everywhere. But this is what we're going to remember 2023 in college football for. Not who won the national championship, the Michigan sign-stealing scandal, and the aftermath involving discipline, how long it took, all these kind of things. That's overshadowing college football right now and how great this year has been in that sport. And it's bad, in my opinion, though, Freddie, because I believe there's so much parity in 2023 when it comes to football. Yes, I think Michigan is the most complete team. Then I have Georgia as being another complete team, too. So those two teams in college football are very complete, in my opinion. But I think there's so much parity, so much this year than it's been other years Mm -hmm. that – I hate that this is at the forefront. No doubt I, I'm, I'm at the point now, I, I just want them to issue what they need to issue so we can get the hell on. Well, it's funny you mention that because according to Heather Dennett, ESPN College Football Reporter, she has an update she just put on Twitter about five minutes ago that a Big Ten decision is still expected today. Don't roll your eyes. I'm just reporting the message. Don't roll your no, eyes at me. But according to Heather Dennett, it's taking longer than expected, and here's why. A lot of legality involved in the process and documents. The last thing that this needs is legal. <laughs> the last, which means that Michigan has basically told them, okay, if you want to, you want to get down and dirty with this, we're going to get down and dirty, but we're going to bring the court and legality into oh. this when it comes to Michigan football, and if our coach is going to be there or not going to be there. Freddie, I don't know if you know this song or not, but it's from an artist that called Mr. Big from Alabama. It's okay. called Take It to Trial. Oh, Michigan say we're going to take it to trial. <laughs> yeah, play with us if you want to. We're going to take you through hell and high waters, which they're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not just going to sit there and let someone, you know, issue something for your coach if you feel like he, uh, that guy should be on the sideline coaching for your team. So you're going to go through the extreme measures to make sure you do everything on your side to make sure that he is on those sidelines coaching. Big Ten, why would you not just wait until Monday? Why would you even have this? But you know what? This is what you get for allowing yourself, Tony Petiti, the Big Ten Commissioner, to be bullied by other schools. This is what you get. This is what you brought to the table with Michigan and about to play Penn State and your conference. If you had told those schools, I'm the commissioner, we'll make a decision when everything is in and our investigation is done. You know what those schools would have done? They would have shut their damn mouths. Instead, Tony, you got to do something now. We can't play ball at recess because Michigan took our ball. What are you going to do about it? And Tony said, I'll I'll do something right now. And Michigan's like, hold on, partner. Before you do, before you try to bring that ball back to recess, 
we got something else over here. And that's why Man, here we, we are where we are. J.J. McCarthy playing at a Heisman Trophy level. Mm-hmm. You got Chop Robinson, pass rusher for Penn State, coming back for this game. Yep. And we up here talking about damn Harbaugh and the sign-stealing Amen. scandal. Amen. One of the biggest games of the year. Yeah, Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I guess we're going to get a decision or a response to Michigan's response but later on today, because process and documents and legalities are involved. That's what Heather Dinich, ESPN Coswell reporter, just put out about six minutes ago on Twitter. So I guess that's an update, but we want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. Be a part of Dr. Pepper call in line on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Meanwhile, the National Football League, what 49er said this about his team trying to break their three-game losing streak? We'll find out what he said next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Love Friday. On Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for being a part of Love Friday and allowing it to be a part of you. On the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell that smart speaker yours on Love Friday to play ESPN radio. In about five minutes, you're going to hear what 49ers said this about his team trying to break their three-game losing streak as they're about to play the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville on Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern time on ESPN Radio. We have to not turn the ball over. We need to get uh, third and shorts, third and manageables, not play behind the chains, and not have a bunch of second and first and long. So he said that. Waiting to hear what we have to react to when that 49ers said what they need to do to break that three-game losing streak. That's in five minutes. But according to Heather Dinich, ESPN Cultural Reporter, things are being talked about. Those wheels are in motion in terms of what's going to be the punishment when it comes to sign stealing and the Michigan scandal. And, oh, by the way, they're going to play Penn State at noon Eastern time. She said that a decision is still expected, but it's taking longer because of legalities involving documents and also policies. And now Pete Thamel, also another ESPN Council Insider, he is reporting that, according to sources, the Big Ten is expected to discipline Michigan for the in-person scouting and ongoing sign-stealing investigation and will prohibit Jim Harbaugh from being on the sideline until the conclusion of the regular season, but he will be allowed to coach during the week. That's according to Pete Thamel, ESPN College Football Insider, just putting that on Twitter not even two seconds ago. Oh, I'm okay, so you can coach during the week. Right. But you can't coach during the games. Right. Does, so does that mean uh, – is he coaching tomorrow then? That's still not clear. No. 
but, so that's but, it. Well, okay. Well, I'm guessing if it's for the rest of the regular season. So he can't coach it, tomorrow. It, it, it would have to inclu- include tomorrow. So they wait until 3.30 Eastern time. And whenever, this, whenever we're going to get the confirmation of Big Ten. Yeah. They literally waited less than 24 hours for Michigan about to play a massive game at Penn State. They allowed Jim Harbaugh and everybody to get on the plane to leave Detroit to go east of Pennsylvania to play top 10 matchup versus Penn State when they could have decided this yesterday or waited until Monday. They said they're going to make an example, right? They're going to embarrass them. <laughs> Lord oh have mercy. My God. Yeah, that's... The more ugh. I know, the less I understand. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But, but like you said, though, Freddie, like all of this could be more of a motivating factor mm-hmm. for the Michigan Wolverines. I will say this, though. Like when you are playing... And big games, whether it's Penn State, Ohio State, Big Ten Championship, no matter, college football playoffs. And I think when you get to a level when you think the talent is equally dispersed, right? that's when coaches come in hand. That's when your head coach comes in hand. And he plays a bigger role more so probably than you're going against an opponent that don't have the same type mm-hmm. of athletes on the, across from the sidelines from your team. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Sean in Nebraska wants to weigh in on this and adopt the pepper call on the line. At eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six, Big Sean, what do you have, my friend? Yeah, I'm just getting tired of all this, to be honest with you. And I'm tired of callers calling in and going, "Oh, Michigan was mediocre." Okay, look, we didn't have a good coach for years, and since Harbaugh's been there, if you look at his record, it's been better and better and better and better. We turned the corner, could finally beat Michigan State. Turned the corner, and you know what happened is we beat Ohio State, and Ohio State can't handle it. This investigation started with some Yahoo reporting to some other agency Yahoo that reported to the NCAA. We don't know anything about who the who, who, the who was the who. And the NCAA has been after Michigan because they're afraid to go after the SEC, who we know for years, for years, there's been a lot of cheating going on down there. But you won't go after the SEC because everybody loves the SEC. So let's go after the biggest guy we can because the NCAA doesn't have any real power anymore. And it just really irritates me because, let me tell you, I honestly believe Ohio State started all this crap because they couldn't handle getting beat. (laughs) Let's be honest. And to be honest, the team that we have is better than any team in college football right now. So I don't think Harbaugh sent someone to go steal Central Michigan signs. (laughs) Even when the first year Harbaugh came in, he went out. Steal those damn signs. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I like no, that. Sean, we love it. Sean, we don't love apologize. It, Sean. Are you kidding me? That's the kind of passion what happens when rivalries happen. And it's always been one of the great things of college football. My team's better than your team. My conference is better than your conference. It, I, Sean, do not apologize for feeling the way that you feel, especially when you're a hardcore Michigan fan and you believe what you want to believe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I'll say this now, like uh-huh. I, I don't I don't know who started this whole ordeal. Like I, I, I yeah, and I'm not claiming a certain school, mm-hmm. you know, started this. Sure, yeah. but it is kind of ironic now. You know, the last two years, Ohio State struggled massively with the Michigan Wolverines. Like not just you know barely getting beat. I'm talking about getting throttled, getting thumped the last two years, and mm-hmm. Ryan Day has struggled to beat. That football team. See, don't do that. I, I no, just, don't do it. I just, don't I just, do that. I just said <laughs> I don't know where it all came from. But I just, hey. Mm-hmm. Pot stirring. Stirring. 
Pot. That name is Harry <laughs> Douglas. Jim in California, my friend, what do you got to say about this whole sign-stealing scandal involving Michigan football? No, I gotta, you know I got to put it out there. Yeah, yeah, you certainly did. Jim, put it out there for us. What do you got, Jim? First of all, guys, you got, I love your guys' show. Uh, I, I always tell my friends the over-under on you guys cracking up every show is about 25. And we, and we so go, and we go past and I, and I love it. And we go past the over every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let me just say this. Uh, I don't get it with this sign-stealing thing. When you watch a telecast and you see that a team is putting up barriers so that people can't read their signs, that just tells me that every team is doing it. It's like baseball. You, if you can get an edge, you're going to get an edge. Now, I'm not going to hit on a trash can, but I don't care if he had a, a clipboard and he was standing right next to the signs and writing it down and being very obvious. You still got to – every team does it is what I'm getting at. I don't get this. Every team does it. Why are they coming down, and why is this really such a big thing? Well, Sean, let me, I mean, Jim, let me get to the root of it. I think the rule is dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. And I said it like that because I honestly feel like it's stupid. Because if in the National Football League, if you can go scout your opponent and send scouts there to, yeah. you know, scout your team, I think you should be able to do that in college. Why is it a rule that's saying that you can't go to the opposing team or whoever you are supposed to play in some upcoming weeks to go to their school and you can't scout them? Like, that? that's just outrageous to me. I didn't even know it was a rule until this entire process started. It's not only a rule that I'm with you that I don't like, but the title when it comes to sportsmanship policy in the Big Ten, because that's where this is, that according to their policy, their sportsmanship policy, that Michigan football violated that because you're not allowed to go do that. So I'm with you. The rule is ridiculous. The rule was broken according to the letter of law by Michigan. But I also find it very, very interesting that ever since all this came to light, normally if a school or a coach does something like this that can be considered nefarious in certain circles, that coach is like, yeah, 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 we knew that guy was doing that. I've heard a lot of coaches want to get involved in this discussion. The Nick Sabans of the world, the Ryan Days of the world, the Lincoln Rods of the world, they're like, "Mm mm-mm. Because they know there's a reason why these things are in place to make sure guys can't steal signs or steal what you're trying to do in a football field because coaches are so paranoid that they don't want that person to get that kind of edge. That's why they block here and have these signs there that try to fool people. It's been part of the game for God knows how long. It's so crazy to me because, and I know the National Football League and college football are different, but like teams in the National Football League will send one scout to a team that they're playing probably in three or four or five weeks to go scout the team right. and see what kind of competitive advantage they can get sure. by scouting that team mm-hmm. and will sit in the press box mm-hmm. and do so. <laughs> Have their name, so-and-so from the Patriots. Your, yes. Your here. <laughs> so this whole thing is just crazy to me. Well, that's why the NCAA is where they are. Those kind of things where certain rules that should be in place, they look the other way. Other rules they put in place that make absolutely no sense when it comes to basketball, baseball, football, any sport in NCAA. That's when they get really, really hardcore when it comes to stuff like that. One more from Jerry in Nebraska. Jerry, thanks for calling us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio at 888-729-3776. Big Jerry, what you got, my friend? Afternoon, guys. Afternoon. Hey, I'm all for as level a playing field as possible. But you guys and all the other sports have talked about it. Houston's championship, when they were signed, stealing all that, that championship was tainted. You know, when you look at Belichick and the Patriots, when they had 
sign stealing, and they kind of knew what the plays were going to be, that championship looked tan. If they get a hold of Michigan now, I'm not saying they should come down today, but they should come up with some reasonable timetable, not when they're on the plane going to play Penn State. <laughs> but they're still cheating. You know, the whole say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They just got caught, and they were stupid in the way they got caught. So my thing is, okay, so what do you think would hurt the Michigan program the most, in my opinion? Okay. It's a hefty fine, in my opinion. It's taking away scholarships. That's if you want to do it. And I know the Big Ten commissioner doesn't have control over that. That's the NCAA. Right. But that's how you, in my opinion, get a university if they're breaking the rules. Like you're saying you're going to suspend a hardball. Okay, you, you do what you got to do because he's the orchestrator of the organization of the program. Mm-hmm. And even if he didn't know, that's his, his, mm-hmm. his duty to know. Right. And you're going to suspend him. But is that not like a slap on the wrist? Well, yeah, because the team's still allowed to play. They're allowed to go out That's there. That's what I'm saying. Play. Like, yeah. I don't get it. There, there are too many vagaries involving this. But Jerry Nebraska, I will agree with you on one thing when it comes to what Michigan was doing and what New England Patriots did. Because all the Patriots fans, why is the NFL going after our team? Everybody does it. I said, yeah. But your team was stupid enough to get caught. If you are that dumb to send somebody to scout and he is not good at a covert operation where he's just out in the open, then you're an idiot as far as I'm concerned. You, I'm not I'm not condoning cheating. I don't condone that kind of thing. But don't give me the whole thing like everybody's doing it. Well, you did it in a dumb way when it comes to Michigan. You tried to go Navy SEAL by having some guy named Connor Sailors out there, and I'm still trying to figure out how he got a sideline pass on a college football campus, got a sideline pass, and he does not work for the coaching staff or that school. So if Michigan is dumb, then the people allowed that to happen are idiots, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so my, my wife just walked by while you was talking, right? Right. No, honey. He said he doesn't condone cheating, okay? Exactly. I'm, I'm not condoning <laughs> that. I don't want to get Harry she, Douglas in trouble she, with the missus. She walked by and looked at me. <laughs> I, I, said, I had to let you finish, and I had to address it. No, honey. <laughs> He's not condoning cheating at all. Mrs. Douglas, believe me, there are a lot of things I condone. Cheating is not one of them as far as that goes. You caught the tail end, honey. You yeah. caught the tail end. Yeah, I almost caught the tail end from your wife. Let's put it there. I almost caught the tail end as far as that goes. No pause. Come on now. Let's not do that. Now, you just wait a damn minute, Freddie. Go to hell. You didn't. <laughs> Good Lord. We're going to continue. Hey, yo. Hey, you're right. We're going to continue this conversation with somebody who played in college football, big-time college football, about the sign-stealing scandal, rules being broken, dumb rules being put in place, and why now for the Big Ten to – it seems like they're going to relay the ruling that Jim Harbaugh is going to be suspended the rest of the season starting with tomorrow's game at noon Eastern time when they take on Penn State. That FOS for the show will stop by Freddie and Harry in 10 minutes to talk about that. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. And we're also always proud to recognize that it's Veterans Week here at ESPN. We honor all military personnel who are actively serving, veterans who have served, and those who make the ultimate sacrifice. One of my cousins, Hermione Morgan, is a proud colonel from the United States Air Force, and she has done so many wonderful things in support of this country and to protect the values and freedoms that we love the most. We want to make sure that military personnel, military spouses everywhere are aware of ESPN's continued support of dis- Disabled American Veterans, career fairs, which connect veterans and spouses with employers nationwide who are committed to hiring them. To learn more, visit DAV.org. That is DAV.org. More next, Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
Sometimes the show and the music just writes itself on Love Friday. The waiting game, I guess, is finally over regarding what discipline is going to be impeached upon Michigan for their involvement in a sign-stealing scandal. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen. Thanks for joining us on this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80, and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. The Big Ten has just put out a statement announcing today that the University of Michigan has been found in violation of the Big Ten sportsmanship policy for conducting an impermissible in-person scouting operation over multiple years, resulting in an unfair competitive advantage that compromised the integrity of competition. Big Ten Conference Agreement 10.01 states in part that the Big Ten Conference expects all contests involving a member institution to be conducted without compromise to any fundamental element of sportsmanship. Such fundamental elements include integrity of the competition, civility toward all, and respect, particularly toward opponents and officials, end quote. As a penalty imposed on the institution, the university football team must compete without its head football coach, meaning Jim Harbaugh, for games remaining in the 2023 regular season effective immediately. This disciplinary action should not preclude the university or its football team from having its head football coach attend practices or other football team activities other than the game activities to which it applies. For clarity, the head football coach, meaning Jim Harbaugh, shall not be present at the game venue on the dates of the games to which this disciplinary action applies. The Big Ten Conference will have no additional comment at this time. And I think now the Michigan Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh and his lawyers, I think they're going to fight against this, right? Oh, to, yeah. To make sure that he is on the sideline. Um I'm trying to figure out how, how can that be done swiftly. I guess you try to get a judge in Michigan to, you know, get this done for you. <laughs> right. In in a in a in a in a fast way. Yeah. But today is Friday and it's it's four o'clock, right? Don't things normally shut down like five? Well, Kevin Winter, our sports center anchor, he said that today is Veterans Day, so the courts oh, are closed. That's right. That's another reason, in my opinion, why this should have waited until Monday. That's another that's reason. That's right. That's another reason. When he brought that to the table, I said, that's another reason why. Why not wait until Monday? How, you, how, you, how do you think that this is going to land with Michigan playing Penn State? Yep. Not trying, like I said, I'm not absolving them of any kind of guilt. We don't like the rule. We don't like the – I don't mind the sportsmanship policy, but if that's the letter of the law in Michigan violated, then, yeah, there should be a penalty to be paid. There should be quote-unquote justice for the other schools in the Big Ten that wanted Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, to do something immediately, if not sooner. But why, why can't you wait until Monday after this game when all that preparation has gone into this and now they got to deal with not having their coach in the sideline for a massive game with this coming down less than 24 hours before Michigan is supposed to play Penn State? Timing yeah, is and awful. And if it was going to be three games, I would say this um, – well, you don't know, you know, if Michigan's going to be in the Big Ten championship game, so that's probably why they just wanted to go ahead and get it over with. I still don't like it being done on a Friday at the at this time that it got done, when this team is flying in the air, and then when they land, they're going to get this news. Well, they probably have Wi-Fi on the plane, so they probably see the news currently oh my right now God, absolutely. while they're flying in the air. Can you imagine what that plane ride looks and sounds like right now? Because oh, you're right. Just because they're in the air doesn't mean they're not going to be privy to any kind of information. That has come out in the last 10 to 15 minutes. So, so there's two things, right, when I think about this. I think about those Michigan players who are, going, who, going to, who are going to want to go out there, number one, already before all of this, want to go out there and put on your best performance as an individual, collectively as a team, as a unit. 
now with this stuff about their head coach possibly not being on the sidelines, they're going to want to do it that much more. Then you look on the mm-hmm. opposite side of Penn State, who allowed 400 yards rushing and four touchdowns last year in that game. Yeah. You're going to have the juices flowing from the Penn State and the Lions. You're going to have the juices flowing from the Michigan Wolverines. And I just hope this game is an epic one and, a, mm-hmm. and, a, and, and, and one to remember mm-hmm. because I think everything – Overshadow, uh, overshadowing it, it. I can't even say the word right now. Right. Everything that's overshadowing mm-hmm. this game right now right. bothers me yeah, because no it's such a big game for college football. No doubt about it. Old dog, old dog five seven five hit us on Twitter. Coleman ESPN and H Douglas eighty three saying, "While you guys are blank talking Michigan, remember Ohio State, Rutgers, and Purdue have been found doing it. Also, expect more to come in the near future." Hey, old dog, you've been paying attention all week. We've called out those teams, but appreciate you listening. Yeah. We like when you don't pay attention. We can call that out. So Old Dog 575, if that's your real name, appreciate you paying attention and listening to the show the whole time because that's exactly <laughs> what we've been saying. This public service message brought to you by Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie and Harry. We've got an FOS friend of the show. Stop by and get his take on the timing involving Jim Harbaugh not being the coach of Michigan the rest of the year. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.